What up, everybody? Welcome to Music Blueprint. Today, we are going to be analyzing a song, a song that I specifically wrote that I released called Hometown. And I thought it would be good to break down all the elements of this song because... One, it's got some really cool production elements, but I, I'm not really gonna play through the song. I just wanna go over the lyrics, really, um, and talk about my thought process behind it and how collectively me and these other three people wrote this song. So let's get into it. The first verse says, nine to five ain't working, clocking in and out's a burden, I'm just, telling myself that it's worth it, but if you're lying, is it really living? So I actually had brought this concept to the group. I wrote the song with Jinko, Toy Box, and Ida Rose, and we ended up making it kind of an interesting duet where Ida sings the first verse and the first chorus, and then I sing the second verse and the second chorus. And originally it wasn't supposed to be like that, but it ended up that way, and I was super pumped about it because I was just excited to get on a song because one, I had brought this concept to them that just really hit home for me. I personally was just dealing with a lot of fallout between people from my hometown where those people were either stuck in the same place or I had this fear that when I came back, it wouldn't feel the same that it did or what I remembered it to be growing up. And it's this, it was this memory of, of me, or this fear, I should say, of, of that memory fading. And as I've gotten older, you know, you change, you become different, and that just becomes uh, a fading thought. And so I had wrote, wrote down the lyric, Hometown, and then we, we got this track, and it just, this track had a very nostalgic feel. It has this little like, da-da-da. Da -da, right little melodies going on and it has almost like birds chirping when we first wrote it the track had like birds chirping and all these like nature elements and it felt very homey to me so when we wrote this first verse I was thinking like about myself and how man just the nine to five grind is just not working for me anymore and all I really want to do is is escape and go hang out with like my friends. And a lot of my friends are from my hometown. And so I kept, I felt like I kept telling myself like, you know, the, the, the grind and the hustle of the nine to five was worth it. But in reality, I was just lying to myself. So is it, am I really living? So anyways, moving on. So the next part goes crying my way for a few years calling my bluff through a few tears dreaming my days out windows but if I close my eyes what I really like about this this section it goes crying my way for a few years calling my bluff through a few tears dreaming my days out windows but if I close my eyes so we kind of switch up the melody on the back half of the verse, which isn't typical. Um, we kept it like the first two lines similar, almost in rhythm and stuff, but melodic notes were changed. But the cool part about it is that third line where it's like, Dreaming my days all windows, but if I close my eyes. So, but lyrically, the, the lines just talked about like, I was going through the grind and I just like cried my way through it. <laughs> 
And then I kind of called some of my bluffs, right? Because I was like, oh, this is great. You know, I'm out in LA. This is awesome and all this stuff. But in reality, I really wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. So I was just trying to call my bluff out. And I was just really dreaming about something bigger and something better and and something that just I don't know made me feel like I was home at the time I was I didn't feel like I was home so then the pre almost like if you close your eyes I know this is so like I'm talking so artist artisty right now like very feely and very whatever but this is this is literally what music is about so if you close your eyes and you hear these lyrics, you're like, I can hear their voice calling out my name and I only wanna be there. Never too much noise in my perfect place. I'd do anything to stay there. And it's just like, oh my gosh, you know? Like, like literally when I say I could hear their voice calling out my name, I literally could hear it. Like I could think back to when I was younger and like I was with my friends and I could just hear my friends be like, Gino, what up? Da, da, da. Like, let's kick it. Or like, dude, what have you been up to? Like I could almost hear it in my head. And it's like, even though that's loud, right? Like you're, I don't know about your guys' friends, but my friends are loud as frick. They are not quiet people. None of them are. We are screaming, like laughing, da, 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 da but it's never too much noise in my perfect place. I don't know, I just thought that that was brilliant. <laughs> not to toot my own horn. I'm not the only person that wrote on this. It's, it's not like I'm like only tooting my ho own horn. I'm tooting the, te the team's horn. But uh, I really tried, or we, I should say we, we really tried to be very specific on putting you in the moment. When you go back to your hometown, you're in the moment work is gone you're like almost on vacation right like you're coming back to your hometown and you're like visiting with friends and you're just very in the moment and that's what i tried to or we tried to make this song feel like it was like this is all happening i can hear them calling out my name like yo da, da, da. it just i don't know so let's go to the chorus because every time i feel like i'm moving too fast summer summertime butterflies come rushing right back oh I'm barefoot driving and singing it takes me back to my hometown so this is the first half of the chorus and a little backstory on me I've lived in a lot of different housing situations I mean there's literally not one that you can name that I have not lived in I mean I've lived in apartments I've lived in suburbia I've lived on a farm I lived in the trailer park I lived in the ghetto I lived like I lived in like super nice house. Like I've lived in the spectrum, but this part to me made it feel like it reminded me back to when I lived on a farm a little bit where it's like when I feel like I'm moving too fast, I think back to like when I lived on a farm and everything just moved very slow. Like it was summertime and I saw like the butterflies and, and, and it all just comes like rushing back to me when I think about those things. And it's like, and when you're out in the country, dude, you'll be driving barefoot, you're singing like some song on the radio. Like it's just, that's what it is. So it's kind of funny that this is like a house song because the lyrics are very country feeling. Like I'm barefoot driving and singing, it takes me back to my hometown. That's a very country line. Um, 
But again, we were just so focused on putting you in that moment. And I feel like lyrics like that, country music does a really good job of, of doing that, where you listen to the song and you have nostalgia or, or you know, um, the, the song that comes to mind right now is like Luke Bryan's song where he's like, rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey, whiskey makes my baby feel a little frisky. <laughs> like, like that puts you right in that moment where you're like, I know exactly what he's freaking talking about. Even if I've experienced it or not, but I know exactly what he's talking about. Um, so that's what we try to do with this chorus. Then the second half goes, every time right when I'm feeling burnt down, silver skies, city lights pulling me out. I'm barefoot laughing and drinking. It takes me back to my hometown. And so now in this in the second half, we have a similar melody, but we flip it lyrically and we and did a different rhyme scheme. We kind of went back and forth uh, for a minute there where we were like, should we do the same rhyme? You know, like every time I feel like I'm moving too fast, summertime, but it's like I, 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 I. Um, and we're like, should we rhyme it with fast? You know, have a lot of internal rhymes and stuff. But when we sang it, it sounded, it just sounded too rhymey. So we kept the every time right when I'm, but we'd said feeling burnt down, silver skies, silly lights pulling me out. So we switched it up a, a little bit there because it was just getting a little bit too monotonous in the rhyme scheme. It was just like, I, 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 like it was just too much. So... I mean, that's all per personal preference. If you're a songwriter and you're like, how do I know? That's really just personal preference. Like, I think if I'm remembering right, when we wrote it, I was totally cool with the I, 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 ah, ah, ah. Um, but the other two, uh, other two, I think it was Jinko and Ida were like, nah, I, it sounds too much. And so they felt more strongly about it. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, if they feel that strongly about it, then it must need to change. I didn't really feel strongly either way. So I was cool to go either direction. Um, a lot of times in a room when you're working with so many people, like this was four people. That's a lot. I know there's songs that have like 15, 12 or whatever, but that's not typical. Typically the room is three, preferably three. Three is like the perfect number because you have just the right amount of ideas. There's not so many ideas that you're like, oh shoot, there's, there's so many good ones. We don't know what one to pick. And then there's also uh, an odd number to where two can outvote one kind of thing. So for instance, in this case, we really had to be careful on, and or at least I was very aware of, who felt really strongly about certain things and who didn't. So because we didn't have that odd number ratio to to be like, oh, two people are like, no, I think it needs to be this. And then the one person that's the odd person now is like, okay, well, if it's two to one, like, then I'll just go with that. Um, it it kind of balances out that way. It just makes things run smoothly. But when you have an even number, sometimes it's like two against two. And then you're like, well, what do we do? Which one's better? You know what I'm saying? So it's just three I have found is the perfect number in a writing session. You usually have one producer, two writers, golden. So hopefully somebody plays an instrument. It's really golden. So in this case though, um, I think it was Jinko and Ida felt really strongly about the rhyme scheme and I didn't feel that strongly about it. So I was like, cool, yeah, let, like, let's do it. We switched it up and it ended up working out great. So, and now I can't even hear it another way anyway. So they must've been right. Uh, so, but the, the back half of the chorus is, again, has a similar feeling, 
where you're naming specific things and, and what's different about it's a course is usually general so we have the general things of every time right when i'm feeling burnt down that's like a general it's not a specific memory it's not a specific whatever but we throw in these little tidbit lines of silver skies city lights right that has like a memory attached to it for people um, and for us I mean for us when we wrote it it had a memory attached to it so um, and then it went back to barefoot laughing and drinking it takes me back to my hometown which again is a pretty specific memory which is very opposite for a typical chorus a chorus is your general statement thing it's it's not the specific memory usually the verses have the more specific stuff in it so let's move on to the second verse this is my favorite part of the whole song which is the second verse and it's thinking about the things i'm missing dad only got a few years left i struggle every day with forgiving wanting doesn't come from wishing and this came from a place for me where i had this worry that people in my hometown that i either don't talk to anymore or am separated from i had this fear that they might they might pass away and i never speak to them again they might pass away and i never get to reconnect with them or things get fixed or or whatever which is why then i went on to say like i struggle every day with forgiving like whatever had happened it's like i struggle with forgiving um but wanting doesn't come from wishing so the things that i want doesn't come from me wishing things were different wanting comes from me putting things to action um but because even though i want things to be fixed i struggle with forgiving so it doesn't end up happening um and it was just a very like that verse is a very personal verse to me which is a which is why i think one that we did such a duet format because i was like that doesn't really connect with me like you know blah 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 and i was like well to me that's like Gina through and through so that's why we put her on the first verse and me on the second verse because it was just like that just struck such a big chord in me um, when we wrote it and it's just like there's a lot of people in their hometown that are the reason why they don't go back to their hometown is because they have unresolved things with either family or friends or something and they don't want to you know go to their hometown and have to relive all of the hurt and the pain and the scars that they you know tried to heal and all of these different things so um but all that to be said i'll try to encourage people to go back to your hometown try to mend things try to fix things um nobody wants to to die with unresolved things so but that's hometown and uh, if you like the lyrics, I know I've probably put like little tidbits of, of the song in here so that you guys can hear it. But I just wanted to go over the lyrics specifically because lyrics are the hardest part of a songwriter's job. Melodies come quick. I mean, literally you'll get all the melodies for the song in the first 30 minutes of your session. But what takes the longest is the lyrics. And what I have found is you can be a good writer but you can never be a great one without being vulnerable. And in this song, when we got together, we were very vulnerable and we wrote very specific to what we were feeling, which to me is what makes it a great song. You, you listen to these lyrics and you think, oh wow, 
if you connect with that concept and you and you're like oh man I love my hometown but yeah there's certain things that are hard for me to deal with and blah 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 when you hear that song you're like dang that just connects with me um, and that comes from vulnerability so uh, one of the one of the best videos I actually ever watched about vulnerability which a lot of people have watched is the Brene Brown video uh, her first TED talk uh, not her second one. I mean, her second one's good too, but her very first TED Talk, she's in a brown outfit. It's like so the most organic TED Talk I've ever seen. But she just dropped so much knowledge about vulnerability and how powerful it is. And when I watched that video, it completely changed my whole thought process on songwriting. And so anyways, that's why I wanted to bring up this song because I think it came from a very vulnerable place and I think it connects with people on a deeper level. And, um, you know, at Music Blueprint, we're always trying to make you grow and we're always trying to stretch you a bit and just give tidbits and knowledge of, of things that we've gone through and things that have helped, helped us make, you know, I guess helped us be successful. And so, and I think this is one of the things that has helped me be successful is I have really, really worked on being vulnerable and being open. And even in a session with people that nine times out of 10, you're, you're writing with strangers. I've challenged myself to be, this is a specific thing that has happened to me. This is what I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with fear. I'm dealing with anxiety. I'm dealing with stress. I'm dealing with, you know, X, Y, and Z and going down the list. And every time I go into a session, I try to be very open with what's going on in my life or what's, or even as a songwriter, what's going on in that person's life and trying to figure out how do I pull the, the emotions out of that person so that they feel comfortable with me and that we can write a song that comes from a very vulnerable place. So. That's what I'll encourage you guys with this week is try to be vulnerable, try to be open in your sessions and try to write a song that just comes from a very personal place to you. So good luck out there, be successful and I'll see you next week. Peace.